I play hardball, just like my mentor, Mother Nature, and that's how we're playing our episode number 26 today of 1 plus 1 makes 2. My Bob, that's a potent preamble. Let me help you with that. Whoa, that's fantastic. Mother Nature, you're the most super fine, consummate, empowered partner I could ask for. Why, I am forever grateful for your daily presence here. I'm sure you are, Bob. But don't count on your gratitude lasting forever. After all, you are an American. And the average lifespan of an American male has decreased from the age of 78 to 76 within just the past four years. Now then, that's infinitely shorter than forever. Gee, well, you're going to die too, Mother Nature. Don't change the subject, Bob, but if you must, recall my demise won't happen for another seven and one-half billion years. And, speaking as the great mother that I am, you need to focus on the lifespan of your and your fellow humans with a prodigious emphasis on the synergy required of you and all my other plant and animal offspring. Yes, great mother, thank you. Thank you for retaining my humility. No, that's on you, Bob. I'm just helping a little bit. Okay, listeners. Now keep in mind, I will never complain, gripe, bellyache, or bitch about anything, for these adjectives are too often attached to a whiner, and I'm no whiner. However, a primary purpose of this podcast is to discuss controversial issues and solve such issues with positive, corrective conclusions. Today, we will apply our method of logic and common sense to the media giant National Public Radio, known also as NPR. You know, I've always been amazed how the media in general has the opportunity and ability to expose, explain, and educate you and me on literally any subject. And today, we're going to talk about how NPR accomplishes this mission, maybe, perhaps dubiously, as an informative and educational radio network. First, though, I'm going to mention something about NPR's programs of entertainment, such as Wait, Wait, Don't Tell, and the musical programs such as From the Top, Jazz Set, American Roots, Classics Through the Night, etc. Why, they're all excellent. But let's now switch to a topic possessing much greater significant impact. Tell them, Mother Nature. Survival! Yes, Great Mother, survival. And my, what a mother you are. Thank you for giving me birth and the life for which I'll be forever grateful. Oh, Pop, it's nothing, or at most, minimal. And don't count on your life being forever. Yes, yes, thanks for the reminder. Hmm. Well, to continue, let's discuss NPR's proclivities 
inclinations, agenda, programming, and sum it up as attitude. Well-meaning as NPR is, as a publicly funded radio station, with factual truth as its top priority, it often eludes pertinent subject matter. To be more specific, it touches too lightly, if at all, on controversial subjects, and does so haphazardly. Keep in mind that NPR is a major media player with the opportunity and ability to expose, explain, and educate just about everyone. So what national public radio broadcasts as important can affect what you and I perceive as important. Okay, okay, Bob, let's get on with it. Yes, ma'am. Let's first cover NPR's overview of the most significant and impactful topic for mankind ever. As we probably all know by now, it's climate change. Sure, NPR occasionally discusses causes and effects of climate change and reports on political actions regarding it, but NPR has no standard measurement given daily which compares our climate before climate change with current and weather climate conditions. Well, Bob, as you humans like to say things, sounds like an opportunity blown to hell. Thank you, Mother Nature, for that descriptive idiom. I'd like to add about three of my own. NPR is keeping the American public in limbo, in the dark, and frankly, whoopsie-toopsie, not telling the American public daily information they sorely need to know, or rather... Gosh, it's information they must know. So, NPR, you must broadcast the daily local temperature and compare it with the recorded average temperature of 1880 through 1950. Why? Because we have well-kept data for this interval, and this is the final time period which was not drastically affected by human activity. NPR, give your listeners the awareness of climate change by a daily broadcast of the current local temperature compared with the same day temperature prior to climate change. There, I've said it twice. Humans will only change their behavior and activity if they see the positive and negative effects of their own behavior. NPR, let's get it straight. The daily high and low temperatures that you broadcast must be compared daily with the average high and low temperature recorded for the period 1880 through 1950. This is the third time I've said the same thing because it's that important and you've got to grasp what I am saying totally. This period, 1880 through 1950, is a time in which daily temperatures were accurately recorded. I've said it again. And this also includes the final years in which human behavior and activity had no significant effect on climate. I said it again. This information gives all of America the awareness of how our present-day activity is affecting our lives now. You said it again! 
Yes, Mother Nature, you bet I did. The more often I hear about something, the more likely I'll remember it and do something about it. So NPR, you must also compare the present rainfall with the pre-climate change measurements. Ha <laughs> ha! Wow. You get it, NPR? Realize, by creating a daily program dedicated to broadcasting current and past values of our climate and weather parameters, you will effectively gear up human behavior to confront climate change. And make sure your program includes more than just the temperature and rainfall. After all, climate change affects wind speed, evaporation rates, and the annual number of major floods, storms, fires, with their financial damage and deaths to wildlife and humans. Discuss all these parameters. Compare their current values with values that were recorded before 1950, which is the first year that it became balefully obvious that human activity is the cause, yes, the scourge of climate change. Tell them like it is, Bob. Yeah, Yazoo. I now wish to address directly National Public Radio. National Public Radio, by creating a daily program dedicated to broadcasting current and past values of our climate and weather parameters, you will effectively gear up human behavior to confront climate change. It is your responsibility to therefore enact such programming. My Bob, you sound as though you're riding a high horse 50 feet tall at the shoulders. How about jumping off now and give the listeners some of your true and or wacky wisdom? <laughs> Jokes, etc. Remember, Bob, humor is a remarkable evolutionary mutation which at times enables survival. I hear you, Mother Nature. I hear you, Mother Nature. Oh my gosh, Bob, you sound like crumbling granite. Can't you say that in a more exciting, charming, delightful way? Why, something like this. I hear you, Mother Nature. How's this? It's time to pick some daisies and hear some humor. Bob, <laughs> you've got to be kidding. That's all right. We'll let it pass for now. Let's hear your whimsical wisdom, quotes, jokes, and whatever. All right. Well, I'm going to start, listeners, by reminding you that life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. And here's some consolation to that realization. When you come to the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. And now for some good advice for when you attend your next luncheon. And figuratively, too. A clean tie attracts the soup of the day. Next, listeners, beware. Just because the water is calm does not mean that there are no crocodiles beneath the surface. And remember this, too. After all is said and done, a lot more is usually said than done. Well, listeners, you're probably drunk with knowledge by this time. 
So please don't drive a vehicle of any kind during the next two hours. And it would be of no surprise if the Dalai Lama himself calls and invites you to his Himalayan palace slash retreat. For the knowledge derived from this podcast may enhance the extraordinary acumen of His Excellency and therefore be of great value to him. Need I say more? I hope not, Bob. Stop now, please. (laughs) Well, I trust your good judgment, Mother Nature. I don't make judgments, Bob. It was merely a strong suggestion. Hmm, got it. Many thanks to our technical producer, Danny Briel. And thank you, of course, for all our listeners who are with us today for episode 26 of One Plus One Makes Two. Thank you. See you next time.